Welcome to the FCBC NYC podcast. We're so thankful that you decided to join us in this moment and in this season in your life. Our prayer is that this podcast will be a catalyst for conversion and transformation and that you will be inspired and renewed in such a tremendous way that your desire will be to be your best for God. Again, thank you for listening, and we're excited to see what is next in your life. We are an ever-evolving community of visionaries, dreamers, and doers. Called to live, commanded to love, and commissioned to serve and how do we say it here at FCBC? We live, we love, we serve. Good. Turn with me to the gospel according to John today. It's homecoming, but there are some real issues. I ask that you um, just say a special prayer for Pastor Lakeisha and her family are dealing with some challenges right now and keep them. She had to go to Texas. And so keep her family, keep them in your prayers down there in Texas. It has been a challenging week. There are people close to me um, who lost family members by suicide. And I know it has been something that has been in the media lately. And I just feel that today we need to talk about it a little bit today. It will be irresponsible not to engage that. So many people are suffering in silence that we don't know about. Some who are even here on today, and 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 I and I want to try to do what I can to speak to this issue today, and and um, so we can lean into life together. Amen. Let me read this John four, verses sixteen through twenty-four. A familiar story. I want to read a portion of the story. John four. 16 through 24. So good to see homecoming, to see some folk who came back today to be a part of it. Up here, uh, thank God for we had Charles Anthony Bryant back here with us today. And thank God for Charles. I see down here some uh, uh, ministers out of FCBC, Minister Janiqua Green and her husband, Reverend Dr. Pastor Janelle Green. And Reverend Heaven Berhane, we just thank God for all of I saw John Leslie Morton around here. So we thank God for all of those who come back on this day. Listen, John 4, 16 through 24. Jesus said to her, go call your husband and come back. The woman answered him, I have no husband. Jesus said to her, you are right in saying I have no husband, for you have had five husbands, and the one you have now is not your husband. What you have said is true. Somebody say true. The woman said to him, sir, I see that you are a prophet. Our ancestors worshiped on this mountain, but you say that the place where people must worship is in Jerusalem. Jesus said to her, woman, believe me, the hour is coming when you will worship the father neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. Your worship, your, you, you worship what you do not know. We worship what we know. For salvation is from the Jews. But the hour is coming. It is now here when the true worshiper, somebody say true, 
worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For the Father seeks such as these to worship him. God is spirit. And those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. Amen. Come on, let's pray. God, we bless your name on today, and we thank you, God, for how right now you are reminding us of your grace and your mercy and your love. We ask, O oh God, that you will continue to pour us to us in this moment, in this season, O oh God, as we seek to be faithful to you. God, let your hand of healing have its way in this house. Let your hand of comfort have its way in this house. Let your hand of power have its way in this house. God, do whatever you need to do in this time that is ours to share to get the glory. We love you, Lord. We honor you, God. And it's in your name we pray. Amen. I want to begin verse 23. Just read verse 23 and 24. But the hour is coming and is now here when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth, for the Father seeks such as these to worship him. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. Do me a favor, turn to your neighbor and just tell him, neighbor, be yourself. Come on, turn to your other neighbor. Just simply tell him, neighbor, be yourself. Now put your hands together and give the Lord a hand clap of praise today. Be yourself. This scene in John 4, it's a familiar scene. In some of your Bibles, it is titled The Woman at the Well. But this scene is one that speaks of liberation, of freedom, of breakthrough. It speaks of the joy and the deliverance that someone feels when they actually feel as though they've been seen. So many of us live life, and we live life sometimes from the margins of existence, and we don't always feel like we are seen, like there are people who get us, people who understand us, people who see us for who we are. Again, when you have those transformative encounters with people who actually see you and not just see the you you pretend to be, but they see you. They see you and, not, and are not repelled by you. In fact, they see you and are drawn closer to you because we should know by now in this way that it is our authenticity that becomes really powerful and profound. This woman had been seen by Jesus. She was seen by Jesus. When Jesus encounters this woman at the well and after their conversation about living water, he raises a question. He challenges her, but unknowingly, subversively, go tell your husband. The woman says to Jesus, very simply, I have no husband. And Jesus said, you have answered true. I love that. You have spoken truthfully. You've had five husbands, and, and the one you're with now is not your husband. But I thank you for your honesty, for being truthful about who you are and your situation. You could have lied. You could have been deceptive. But I'm sure you've been through enough heartache in your life to realize that dishonesty don't help heal your spirit. 
And so he said, you are true. This scene gives us a valuable lesson. It really suggests that no matter how gritty or grimy your story may be, don't be ashamed of it. No matter how perplexing and complex your life may be, don't be ashamed of it. Don't get to a place where you feel you have to hide who you are, pretend to be something else, take on these false personas in order, you think, to help other people really appropriate who you are. This woman has gone through some things. She's seen some things. She's felt some things. She knows what it is to be wounded and damaged. There's no way you go through these many relationships and you have not been hurt or wounded or damaged or broken or disregarded or ostracized or marginalized in her culture. You know, there were people who were talking about her. Everybody knew who she was. That may be why Jesus knew her story, because word spreads when miserable people talk about people in misery. We have this tendency to allow our misery to cause us to talk about people who are having miserable moments. And I know Jesus knew who this woman was because people talked about her in her own village. They knew her story, knew her background. I know there was some shame that had to come with her background, some guilt that had to come with her background. But sometimes along your journey, you get to a point where the shame loses its sting and the guilt loses its power. And all you can do is be honest about who you are. Is anybody here today? who's been at that point where you tired of lying, tired of pretending, and you got to get to a place where all you want to do is be real about yourself and if need be, by yourself. She said, she said, in this liberating moment, in this liberating moment, Mary, she still found a reason for potential discord, though. Not not malignantly, but but she says she says, but but you Jews worship differently. We as Samaritans, we're really from the same family. We believe that we ought to worship God the mountain. You believe that you worship God in the temple in Jerusalem. And then look what Jesus does right there at Jacob's well. Jesus reconstructs worship. Right there in that moment, he helps her with this, this woman. They together reimagine worship. Worship is not about singing and just praising or dancing and good music. Worship is about coming together in the presence of God and not being afraid to be transparent and vulnerable about who you are. Jesus had to help her reassess. He was letting this woman know. Can I tell you this? He was saying, you might be in the best position to give God your worship because you came in this moment with no pretense. You came with your honesty and the prerequisite for reimagined worship ain't a good praise team. It's an honest human being. He said, you came in this moment and you are honest. He said, because God is spirit and those who want to worship God must worship in spirit and in truth. That means that it's your honesty that sets the foundation for your praise. It's your honesty that sets the foundation for your breakthrough. Why come into presence of God's spirit and pretend? But I understand. I understand why so many of us do pretend. There's some of us in here right now who hold on to a smile 
because explaining our pain is too hard. There's some of us in here right now who are in such deep, traumatic hurt that it's easier to smile, to hold back the tears than it is to tell your story. When you are in that space, and when I heard of the news of some friends who had lost a loved one to suicide, and then we all heard the news about the DJ from Ellen DeGeneres' show, I, I started reeling and thinking, I know what it is to be in that space, but I haven't yet gotten to that place. I hope you can hear that today. Because you might be sitting next to somebody who's in that space. They didn't step into the place yet. Being in that space is when you are overwhelmed with feelings of hopelessness and you find yourself withdrawing from people and feeling isolated. Being in that space is when you feel like nothing you do can ever please anybody and that you are worthless and the world would be a better place without you. Being in that space means that you walk with a heaviness that no one can fully comprehend because your heaviness is connected to your story, your story connected to your pain, your pain connected to your trauma, your trauma connected to your wounds, your wounds connected to your psychic fractures. You've been in that space, but it's a difference between being in the space and being in the place. The space is ideation. The place is suicide. And we never know who the walking wounded are. Because we've never created a space where the wounded can worship and be honest. When your life is shaped by pretense because you don't feel comfortable telling your story. When you constantly pretend because you don't think anybody will understand the weight of your problems. And it's so easy to do in this culture. I read somewhere that to be nobody but yourself in a world which is doing its best night and day to make you everybody else means to fight the hardest battle which any human being can fight and never stop fighting to be yourself in a world where people are telling you to be everything else is the hardest fight you will ever fight. Just being true to you is a hard fight when everybody around you is engaged in pretending and falsehoods and disingenuousness. Being you is difficult and so you smile because you don't feel like explaining. You smile and then you combine your pain with your desire for attention and then your pretentiousness because here's what I've learned seeking attention combined with pretension leads to destruction and a whole lot of us are destroying ourselves because we're afraid to be who we are you know how strong you have to be to pretend to be happy when you're in pain I'm going to say it again. You know how strong you got to be to pretend to be happy when you're in so much pain. 
If people knew the pain behind that laugh, if they knew the pain behind that smile, if they only knew that a million laughs won't take away the pain, if they understood the abyss emotionally you had to climb out of to get to this church this morning, if they understood that you getting here wasn't about worship, it was about your life, if they knew that well, I got it this way. When I was a young man and the old folk would testify during devotion, they would say things that I didn't understand at nine and 10. But now at 51, I get it now. Having gone through depression and having dealt with anxiety and having been in therapy for 10 years, I understood what they meant when they said this. He woke me up this morning. Watch this. Clothed in my right mind because I know what it is to not be clothed in your right mind when, when you feel like you're about to lose it all and all you can do is pretend you want to scream and you want to shout and you want to tell people how much you hurt but all you can do is whisper I'm fine I'm good I'm okay and nobody understands that you're a step away from losing it all. No, you don't have to pretend to be what you're not. What I discovered in this scene is that God is not intimidated by your pain. That in the presence of God's spirit, you can be real about who you are. It makes no sense to come into this sanctuary pretending you're okay. This may not be for everybody today, but this, this is for those who have invested in the pretending game. This woman had gotten to a point in her journey where she knew it was futile to be dishonest about her situation. Just as it is futile to be in the presence of God and not be honest. You don't think God sees the fake smile? You don't think God sees the dancing to cover up the mourning? You understand how many people have died by suicide and notice my language I don't say committed suicide like it's a crime or something I don't say those who've lost their life by suicide you know you know in this age how many people we are shot by because they have to pretend so that when we hear that they have lost the fight and lost their life to suicide, we are in shock. We see the only reason we're in shock is because they didn't feel as though they could share fully what they've been going through in the first place. They haven't been able to be transparent because our culture does not celebrate transparency and vulnerability. We celebrate fake. I'm going to say it again. We celebrate faith. I ain't never seen a cultural moment like this. No money in your pocket, but you flossing on Instagram. Giving people snapshots when the whole film is broken. We have to abolish this culture of pretense so people can start walking around and being honest about what they are going through. I'm convinced if some people felt like they could just be real and say, listen, I'm hurting right now.
Don't confuse my pulse with my position. Don't think just because you saw me dancing that I'm not hurting. Don't think just because you saw me on vacation, I wasn't trying to get away from some stuff. That this is who I am. And can I really help you? You got to get to a point in your life like this woman that you're so tired of having to explain yourself away and do it in a pretentious way that you're ready to just be honest about who you are. And then you can shed the people around you whose energies reinforce the pretentiousness. Do you understand if you got people in your life that you can't be yourself with, you need to walk away from those spaces that if there are people in your life that honor your pretentiousness, but they don't dignify your honesty, you need to walk away from. I hope I'm talking to somebody in here today. It is nothing worse than having a tribe connected to your pretentiousness. Uh uh. And then, and then, I'm going to get real churchy, looking and hoping that somehow I heard this, I think, last night, that you want God to bless the fake you. I'm not saying God is not God, but the real you is there. The you that God created, the you that God made, the you that should not care what people think. Because maybe pause, that may be part of the problem. Maybe we care too much in this day what people think about us. And we care so much that we allow ourselves to become emotionally crippled worrying about what people think. Can I help you understand? I've lived 51 years. And if I've learned nothing else in these 51 years, if you don't make my heart beat, I ain't worried about what you think. If you don't give me energy to make a way through this, I don't care what you think. All right, y'all don't get that part. If you ain't paying my bills, if you ain't taking care of my family, if you ain't taking care of my household, I don't care what you think. Your opinion means nothing to me. That's where you got to get with the whole room saying they don't like you. Go to another room. People say that you don't fit in, leave the space and make your own space. Be yourself. Look at somebody and tell them, be yourself. Just be yourself. Here, 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 here. I'm going to share this and I'm going to go. We're going to go. I, I got this from. From Brene Brown. Y'all know I love Brene Brown. She, she said this, vulnerability is the birthplace of love, belonging, joy, courage, empathy, and creativity. It is the source of hope, empathy, accountability, and authenticity. Authenticity is letting go of who we think we're supposed to be and embracing who we really are. And knowing that your vulnerability and your transparency will give life to someone else. In fact, we are at our most powerful moment when we no longer need to be powerful. Need to pretend. Your vulnerability is required for your worship. 
Your transparency is required for your worship. Don't be afraid to talk about the wounds and the hurt and the pain. Don't be ashamed of the things that are traumatizing your soul. Don't be the person who pours into everybody else, but you don't say when you need to be poured into. Don't be that person who wants to be there for everybody else, but you make no requirement of anybody to be there for you. It is okay to let folk in your life know that all is not well. Take the fake smile off of your face and start being honest. Let people know it hurts. Let people know you're going through. Let folk know that you don't feel well. Let folk know that you don't think your life has any value. And what you might discover is a brand new tribe of people who God has put on assignment to support you in your weakest moment. No. You get no awards for acting like everything is well. And you walking wounded and broken. Worship is your honesty. Your honesty creates your worship. And that's the requirement. What good is it to speak in tongues but not speak truth? What, what, what good is it to know all the right things to say biblically on cue but can't speak words to encourage your own soul? No, no. Tell folk. Don't let us hear about what you did. Tell us what you're going through. And you can do it with no shame. We are supposed to be the community that creates a safe space. Watch this. For the wounded to remember they are warriors. We create the space where those who are in pain remember how powerful they are. We create the space where those who've known trauma start remembering all the triumphs in their life. We create that space. And so, beloved, that's my word today for those of us in here who've been pretending all is well, but you've been hurting inside. We see you and we are here with you, not just for you. But remember this. You are not the storm. You are just in one. You are not the pain. You are just in pain. You are not the wound. You are just wounded. You must remember that you are not the things you experience no matter what. You may feel yourself feeling that you have been a child chosen by God to be a reflection of the likeness and image. And so what? Sometimes the reflection is a little weary. And so what? If sometimes the image feels a little fragile, Paul put it blessed. We have this treasure in earthen vessels. No one says that in order to be in God's presence, you've got to act like you're so right righteous. No, there are mornings I get up and the first thing out of my mouth, God, I'm hurting right now. And I don't expect God to just come in and take away the pain. But sometimes when you lament about the pain, it lets the universe know that you are not going to settle for what you're going in right now, that you have not succumbed to it. You have not acquiesced to it, that you believe the best is yet to come. And in those moments where you feel your lowest, and you feel like you're ready to give up. Remember, 
You are the beloved of God. God's spirit rests on you. And in you, God finds favor. That you are powerful, adaptable, and unshakable. That you are resilient. That you are a warrior. That you are ready. Remember what God has done for you. Is there anybody in here today, when you begin to look back over your life and think about your journey, you know that you have no need to act as though that you've never been through anything. That in fact, I like to tell folk what I'm going through because I understand where I am, Mary, is temporary. The storm don't come to stay. The storm comes to pass. And so while I'm in my moment of misery, I'll manufacture an eternity of praise because I got a history with God. Is there anybody in here this morning who has a history with God? Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, neighbor, I have a history with God. This is why in my lowest moments, I can have a flashback and think about all that the Lord has done in my life. I know you came here for homecoming, but I need to know where the worshipers are today. Look at your neighbor and tell him, neighbor, he's been too good for me to be quiet right now because when I almost lost my mind, God redeemed me and God rescued me and God made a way for me. And is there anybody here today? Who's got that testimony when you were almost ready to quit, when you were almost ready to throw in the towel, you were almost ready to give up. But when you thought and looked back over everything that God had done in your life, you realize he's been good to me. Is there anybody here today who can testify? Do you have a praise in your spirit? that can testify. Can you do me a favor right now? I want to make those people who thought that you were quitting mad right now. I want to make those folk who thought that you had given up mad right now. I want them to see you giving God glory in spite of your pain, in spite of your crisis, in spite of your difficulty, in spite of your challenges, in spite of your mental health condition, in spite of all that you've been through. I still got joy. I still got peace. I still got happiness. And is there anybody here who can give God that kind of praise? Oh, when I think of the goodness of God and all that he's done for me, my soul cries out. Hallelujah. Hey. Oh, bless God's name. Bless God's name. Look at somebody and tell them, be yourself. Stop pretending. Stop acting. Stop faking. Be yourself. Let God see your genuine praise. Be yourself. Let God see your real worship. Be yourself today. And give God the glory. Give God the glory. We got to go. But give God the glory today. If you're able, stand on your feet if you're able. If you're able. If you're able. I want you to think today. I want, I want to do a couple of things. We're going we're gonna to do a couple of things. 
One, before we leave, you may be here today and you, and you, uh, you want to be baptized. Maybe you've not been baptized yet. And so today, after the benediction, our all-in team is here to my left, your right. You can come on down and, and you can come and let them know and they'll take care of you from there. And I know the hour is getting late, but, but before, I want to I pray today. I want to pray today. Hold on for a sec, Dante. I want to pray today. Because you see, I know what the numbers say in the African-American community in the past 10 years among our people, the highest rates of suicide. And those rates have skyrocketed for black men in particular. Some of the highest rates of suicide among young people are black boys, six to 13. And we around here pretending and people hurt. No, there was time in the church. People say you can't leave church without opening the doors of church and seeing who's here. We did that. But this has to be a place where those who feel like they're on the brink. Acting like you're loving life, but really ready to leave. If that's you today, I need some honesty today. If you're tired of walking with this weight and it's been holding you, I don't want you to come so you can be seen. I want you to come so you can be held today. If, if, if that's you, if you're upstairs, we'll wait for you. I need you to come. I need the ushers to step to the side for a second. Step to the side. I, I want you to come today. You, you come and say, Pastor, yeah, you were talking to me. I came here and I... And folk have no idea what I'm going through right now. And, and they don't know what a fight has been just to get up every morning and get out of the bed and want to live and want to move. I want you to come. If you're upstairs, we're going to wait. You come. You come. Yeah. You don't need to pretend in this place. You can come here and be honest about what you're dealing with right now. I'd rather come hold you now then walk by you in the casket. You come now. You, you, you come now. You come now. We're going to wait. You're going to wait. And maybe today is a day you shed the mask with no shame. Yeah, we're going to wait today. See, I know the numbers and I know who's in here. I know the numbers say that there are people in here right now who are planning to leave. Uh-uh. You know that you're not by yourself. You are not by yourself. And no, nobody shocked you came because we know what it is to act like everything's okay. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. While we're here today, here's what we do. I want you all who are still there to intercede. And I know some may have to go, but this moment is too sacred to just walk away. Because part of being a human being is knowing how to stand in solidarity with another human being who's in crisis.
I want you who are there to pray, to intercede. We got ministers. I want Janiqua, Janelle, Heaven. Y'all come and start praying with some of these folk. Y'all stop ministering these folk. And while we pray, you pray. You don't have to know their business. You know why? Because you know their pain. I want you to pray today. God, we bless your name on today, oh God. We ask that you continue, oh God, to keep my brothers and keep my sisters, oh God. Oh God, you know what they're going through. You know the weight that they carry. You know the hurt that they experience, oh God. I ask, oh God, that you just touch them right now. Let them know, oh God, that they can be honest and real about this season and that they can share with people who love them what they're going through. They don't have to walk this by themselves, oh God. Remind them that they are your beloved. Remind them that they belong to you. Remind them that they are your children. Remind them, oh God, that you will not leave them nor forsake them. Remind them, oh God, that no matter what they feel and how bad it may seem, oh God, that there's such a thing as tomorrow, oh God, and that they can wake up and face a new day empowered by your presence. God, we bless your name on today. God, we ask that you touch and move in a special way right now, oh God. Ease the pain and ease the hurt and ease the anxiety right now, oh God, in your name. Oh God, let your deliverance be felt in their spirit. Let your power be felt in their hearts, oh God. Let the transformation be real over their lives. God, you know what they're going through, oh God. You know how they're feeling. You know, oh God, how they're hurting, oh God. So now let them know they can be honest about what they're going through, that we stand in solidarity to support those who may be going through right now. Oh God, we want to be in that moment where we begin to experience the liberation of our brothers and sisters so they can begin to be free of the weight that is holding them back and holding them captive. Oh God, we ask that you allow your spirit of healing to enter the broken places and make them strong. Enter the dark spaces and bring light. God, have your way in their lives right now, oh God. We bind every emotion that is trying to convince them that they are not valuable, that they are not worthy. God, have your way. Have your way. Have your way. Whisper in their ears, oh God, and remind them that they are precious to you. Whisper in their ear, oh God, and remind them they, they were born significantly, oh God. And then, oh God, let them know there's no shame in seeking help. There's no shame in seeking help. There's no shame in seeking help, God. For what good is it to be called the body of Christ if this can't be the place of hope? God, thank you for what you're doing right now. Thank you for the spark that's igniting the desire to be whole. Thank you because healing is on the agenda right now, oh God. Thank you because you're opening new doors in the heart right now, God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, God. God, we claim victory right now. It doesn't mean that the path will be easy, but we claim victory right now. It doesn't mean that the hurt is not real, but we claim victory right now. It doesn't mean that the pain is not intense, but we claim victory right now. It doesn't mean that the feelings of isolation and aloneness are not real, but we claim victory right now, oh God. We claim it right now, oh God. Right now, oh God. Right now, oh God. 
right now, oh God. Loose joy in their heart right now, oh God. Loose peace, oh God, right now, oh God. Have your way. Have your way. Have your way. God, because the truth, we just want our hearts to breathe. We want our soul to breathe. We've been suffocating so long. We want to soar again. Thank you. 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 If we had 10,000 tongues, it wouldn't be enough. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for seeing my sister. Thank you. Thank you for hearing my brother. Thank you. Oh, God, thank you, God. Because some didn't know they would come here today and have this encounter with you. God, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for making this place, oh God. Where we can encounter and experience your presence. Because God, you still move in mountains. You're still moving mountains, God. You're still causing walls to fall, oh God. You still perform miracles, oh God. And we're standing here only because you made a way. We love you, God. We honor you, Lord. And it's in your name we pray. And we say amen. 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 Thank you for listening to the FCBC NYC podcast. We hope that what you heard was informative and inspiring and in some way created a space for you to have a creative encounter with God. You can follow us on social media and on the internet at fcbcnyc.org. Please follow and also contribute. If you've been blessed by what you heard, support us financially that we may continue to offer these podcasts. Thank you again, and we look forward.